This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hello, Ruby. Today, we're going to meet a powerlifting prodigy. Then, we'll hang out in a special kind of classroom with no walls. We'll go for a ride in our time machine, way back to where giant mammals roamed around Australia, and we'll put on our snorkels to check out the wonderful underwater seascape of our precious coral reefs. Then, um, what's after that again? Wow of the week! Ah, yes, that story that made us go, whoa. Let's get this show on the road. All right, let's go. Story number five. Have you ever tried lifting something really heavy? Did you huff and puff trying to get it off the ground? Did your muscles strain under the weight of it? Well, Luke Talley knows that feeling. He's a 16-year-old from Newcastle. And he's got pretty good at lifting weights. He's spent a lot of time at the gym. Because he has a lot of muscles? Yep, and Luke trained hard to get those muscles. Not long ago, Luke went on a trip to Auckland in New Zealand to compete at the Commonwealth Powerlifting Championships. And while he was there, he won four gold medals. Amazing! It sure is. Luke has dwarfism. That's a condition that means his bones don't grow to the same size as most other people's bones. But Luke says lifting is an inclusive sport. That means most people can do it. It just takes a lot of effort and a lot of hard work and a lot of perseverance. Good job from getting all the medals. At the Commonwealth Powerlifting Championships, Luke also set three new Commonwealth records. One was for bench pressing. That's when you lie down and use your arms to push a heavy weight up towards the sky. Luke benched 96.5 kilograms. Like, nearly a gearbox. Nearly. It was about twice his own body weight. Another record was for squatting, which is when you squat while you hold heavy weights. Luke squatted 170 kilograms. It's like squatting down and standing up again with a gorilla on your back. Luke's coach says his determination means he's going to go a long way in his sport. Keep up the great work, Luke. Story number four. How good does it feel to be running around outside? And imagine what it would be like to do all your schoolwork out here. It would be different and you would get to understand nature more fun because you're outside and when you're maybe done learning you can play. Well, one group of students at the Nature School in Port Macquarie don't have to imagine. Their classes are held outside. In some ways, the nature school is like any other school. Students there do the same work, like maths and English. But the lessons are taught outside. 
in natural places like in the bush or even at a beach. That'd be like really weird because some if you're in the bush you'd be getting bitten by mosquitoes but at the beach it'd be nice but you'd be getting covered in sand. Hmm, that could get tricky. The people who run the nature school say that learning in a more relaxed environment helps students connect with nature and their local community while they learn. There are some classrooms for when it's raining. The school started five years ago, and back then it just had 22 students, and it only went to year two. Now it has 140 students. And this year, for the first time, it's offering a high school grade, year seven. So cool. The new high school students are looking forward to taking lessons in the local university science labs and at nearby national parks and even at the local zoo. It's going to be fun and maybe when you're done learning you can go and meet all the animals. It does sound pretty fun. Story number three. Fossils are like little time machines. They can take us back to worlds that existed thousands of years ago. It's something little that got left over by animals that got extinct. That's right. Fossils are the remains of plants and animals that have been preserved in rock, and they can tell us about things that used to exist but don't anymore. That's really cool. Scientists who study fossils, they're called paleontologists, have recently found some in a tiny South Australian cave that could help put some puzzle pieces from the past together. These fossils show that it could be possible that humans and big mammals called megafauna interacted with each other back in a time called the Ice Age. Because they have these goggles and they can see good from the goggles. Yep, they can see really, really small things close up with their microscopes. In one of these caves, paleontologists think they might have found a toe bone from an animal called a short-faced kangaroo. This was a type of megafauna. In fact, it was the biggest kangaroo that ever existed. They were about two metres tall and they weighed more than a fridge. Really? But what makes this particular toe bone especially interesting is a little mark on it that could have been made by a chopping tool. That would mean a human had been chopping up a short-faced kangaroo foot to eat for dinner. I'd like to know, like, what was here before everything else? So do these paleontologists. They think this new discovery could be telling them that humans and megafauna lived alongside each other and maybe humans were hunting them. That's amazing! It is pretty amazing. I wonder what they'll find next. Story number two. For this story, let's go for a swim and check out what's happening underneath the waves. It's like all this reef, like coral and fish. Correct. It's very important that we look after our reefs and protect them from pollution. 
Now, there's a new diving course that's helping traditional owners of the reefs along the New South Wales coast take control of healing their precious reefs. Aboriginal people have been diving in the ocean without things like scubas or snorkels for thousands of years. Now they're planning to use some modern diving technology to get rid of a pest that's been causing problems in their oceans. The sea people of the Yuin Nation have watched the coastal reefs being slowly destroyed by too many sea urchins. It's sort of purplish blackish and it's got like these spikes around it and it's like a little ball. Yes, and they live on the sea floor and they eat seaweed and coral, which destroys habitat for other sea creatures like shellfish and regular fish. So sea urchins can hurt healthy marine environments. That's why a group of local Yuan people is learning to scuba. It's where you get scuba diving goggles and you go look for fishes. That's it. They're going to study the urchins and find ways to reduce how many of them there are on the reefs. The Yuan people are looking after the ocean in other ways too, like tagging sharks on the south coast and collecting important information about them. That's great. And now it's time for... Wow of the Week! This story made me go where because the dog isn't that old in human ages, but it's the oldest dog in dog ages. Meet Bobby. This pooch lives in Portugal and he's the oldest dog in the world. Bobby is 30. He looks like he's in good shape. I want my dog to live for 30 years. Bobby is a purebred Rafeiro do Alentejo. That's a Portuguese breed of dog that looks after sheep and cattle. It's kind of like a Labrador with a big fluffy head. When Bobby was born, his owners had lots of animals, but not much money, and they couldn't afford to keep all of the puppies. Bobby hid in a pile of firewood, and a few days later, he was found by an eight-year-old boy named Lionel, who kept him and looked after him. 30 years on, they are still best friends. Bobby's breed usually only lives for about 14 years. He's already lived more than twice that long. The Guinness World Records says his story is miraculous. I wonder how Bobby has lived for so long. Giving them some water and food. And they gave him lots of treats. I'm sure they do. Bobby's owner says he's lived for so long because they live out in the country and Bobby's never been chained up or kept on a leash. Not to mention, he is so loved. What a good boy you are, Bobby. And that is it, my friends. Don't forget to check out the Newstime Quiz. You'll find it in the show notes. I'll catch you next week with five more amazing stories. Bye, Ruby. See you later, or as they say in Arabic, Maha Salama. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. 
for other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.